to you this morning. If you can, if you got your Bibles, if you don't need them, I just want to tell you a story. This is an amazing story found in our Bible, found in our Bible. In three, in three different books of our Bible, it talks about a woman that came to Jesus and she had a jar, or some people call a box of alabaster. It's an alabaster box with a precious perfume in it. This perfume is called nard. This perfume, nard, is so expensive. It was the most expensive perfume in the land at that time. And she came to Jesus one night because Jesus had been invited, invited to one of the publican's house, a Pharisee. His name was Simon, not Simon Peter, but this is Simon the Pharisee who did not believe in God, did not serve Jesus, but he invited Jesus to his house. When Jesus got to his house and sat at the table, the Bible says that a woman of ill repute, she was a sinner, the Bible calls her, but she took her opportunity at the Pharisee's house because the Pharisee knew her. Some believe it's Mary Magdalene who was found in adultery, who was found in a serious way. She was a sinner. But when she got to the house where Jesus was, she broke her alabaster box. She poured it on his feet. And she poured it on his head. She anointed him with this. She didn't open the bottle. She broke the bottle on Jesus. There was nothing left. You see, she was a sinner with a lot of debt to pay. She was in trouble in her life. But in Jesus, she found that if she showed Jesus how much he was worth to her, that he would save her from her sins. That's why we're calling today worship. I want to ask you a question. How much is the love of Jesus worth to you? Now, maybe a little bit I'm preaching to the choir because so many of you are in a parking lot <laughs> in the middle of a rainstorm that's going to turn to snow later in Omaha, Nebraska. Maybe the question is a little bit backwards because I'm preaching to you. But how much is the love and the life of Jesus worth to you? Huh? When she began to pour this nard on Jesus, there were two sets of people in the room who did not get it at all. The Pharisee said these words. If he was a real prophet, he would be able to tell that this is a sinner who's touching him. If he was a real prophet of God, not Savior, not Lord, not King, but if he was a real prophet, he would know and discern that this is a sinner touching him. Put this in your notes. Jesus is not a sinner. He's king. Number two, he is not corrupted by my sin. My sin doesn't change him. My sin doesn't penetrate him. My problems and every mistake I've made has no effect on Jesus. So it doesn't matter if I'm the dirtiest person on the planet. If I can reach out and touch Jesus, it is him who heals me. It's him who delivers me. Honk those horns if you believe it. I'm telling you, he's a living, loving Savior. But there was a second, there was a second group of people who was in the room who did not understand. And unfortunately, it was his 
disciples. His disciples could not understand why such an expensive amount of oil would be poured on their Savior. You can be so close to Jesus and not know him yet. Today we're praying that you'll come to know him as Lord, Savior, and King. When she poured it on him, Judah said, this is a year's salary. In today's money, she poured over $60,000 worth of oil on Jesus. She broke a yearly salary as her first fruit offering as she blessed the master. They couldn't understand why so expensive, why so much. Jesus told the story that I want to say to you. If there was a debtor, if there was a person who loaned money to two people, one person he loaned $5, and the second person he loaned $500. But in an instant, he forgave them both their debt. And he said to both of them, neither one of you owe me. I'm paying for it in full on the cross. It's all paid for. Jesus asked the question of Simon, not Peter, Simon the Pharisee. He said, which one would I be worth more to if I forgave both debt? The person who I loaned $5 or the person who I loaned $500? Simon said, well, of course. The person that owes you the most would be most indebted to you. Exactly. So Jesus said, this woman owes a lot. She has a lot of sin. She has a lot of burden. She's got a lot of worry. She's got a lot of things she wants me to bring her out of. So her gift to me is perfect. Her gift to me is perfect because it does two things. It shows me how much I'm worth to her. It shows me how worth my crucifixion in three days from this day in three days, because this is the Passover. This is the unleavened bread sacrifice. This is first fruits. So he says in three days, this woman has prepared me for my burial. Let me tell you something about this nard. This nard on Jesus, even if you took a bath for seven days, the scent and the aroma would still be there. So even while Jesus was being crucified, and beaten. You could smell her gift on Jesus. How much is he worth to you? If he's worth a lot, no matter what's happening in your life, those of you in the car, those of you on the internet, those of you on Facebook and YouTube, those of you who are watching us on live stream, how much is Jesus worth to you? How much? Now, if I give my whole life to him, I've only given him what he's given me. So, if I want to show him how much he's worth to me, what do I give him? I give him my life. I give him my heart. I give him everything that's inside of me. That's where it makes the difference. Am I making sense? Come on, y'all. Say amen. So, so here it is. Will you take your opportunity like she did. Would you take your opportunity like she did and fall on your face today? Fall on your knees today and say on this day, Resurrection Sunday, Jesus, you're worth my whole life. 
I didn't just come here to worship you. I came here to worship you. I came here to show you how much you're worth to me, to my family, to my children, to my business, to everything. So that, listen, so that in the middle of crisis, I have no crisis. In the middle of trouble, I have no trouble. In the middle of devastation, I have no devastation. When everyone else is fearful and everything is falling apart, I have peace. Why? Because I've shown God that I don't believe in any of this. I believe in the love. I believe in the death. I believe in the burial. And I believe in the resurrection of his son. He is. He is the Christ. And there is no other Christ like him. There is no other God like him. There is no other person like him. In him I live, I move, and I have my being. Everything I have is in him. Now, if that's you, this is the opportunity for you. In the, and let me tell you one other thing. People don't know it, but Mary Magdalene was at the crucifixion. While everybody else was running away, including the disciples, she was there watching the crucifixion of Jesus. As a matter of fact, she was the one that was at the tomb when he rose. <laughs> so what I'm saying to you is, if you make him important to you, he will make you important to him. He's Savior, King, and Lord of Lords. And there is absolutely no one like him. 